This episode is brought to you by Barsu, a friendly neighborhood cocktail dive bar in all the right ways, located here in Seattle in the Capitol Hill neighborhood. Where whiskey just makes shit better. So next time you're in Seattle and need a place to hashtag drink the brown, visit Barsu and tell them that he said he said sent you. All right, now let's get into it. Yay! Hey, 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 hey. Well, it sounds like someone's busy over there. Hi, everyone. It sounds like I'm busy? Yeah, and your okay. tone and delivery. I don't know what that means. Saying hey, 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 hey is sounds <laughs> like what? Like words. Oh, okay. Well, everyone, if we sound different in your ears, mm. it's because we're on location. <laughs> <laughs> on location? Oh, really? What uh, location is that? A bitch in the living room next to the oven and 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 the TV. Child, we are home. The oven the, in the living room? Uh-huh. It's called New... New, um, what's it called? I don't know where you're, t- I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> it's called New Developments, bitch. Oh, okay. But anyway. You mean an open floor plan? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And this is He Said, He Said, your podcast of choice. So we like to think. And this is another episode of our foolishness. Well, Ray's foolishness. I'm never foolish. <laughs> uh, so right before we get started, as always, how was your week? Um... It was a snow-filled week. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, there was uh, quite a bit of snow in the um, Pacific Northwest, specifically in Washington State. Um, and uh, we were kind of snowed in. Mm, kind of. For a while, for a few days. Um, people started going stir-crazy. Uh, There's a lot of talk in other places and... Um, apparently amongst people who are not from here which we're not from here either but people think it's funny that you know four or five inches of snow paralyzes this area but when you're here and you see how um hilly it is then you understand why everything shuts the fuck down when it snows and i'm glad that they do that and it was a good idea um because people didn't get stuck too bad it wasn't just one four inch dump from the sky that's true we that is gone. true we did get more than four inches it was I like i think total was like 10 inches well not here not I mean, I don't know, yeah not where we are. i wasn't counting i just know that the the roads was was icy and and cold and and i couldn't get to work because the kids couldn't get to school so essentially yeah, we got more the most snow that we've gotten in this area since 2008 so that's more than a decade so that gives you an idea of how much snow it was i thought they said in 100 years no that didn't actually happen um <laughs> that's none of my business. So that's how your week was? It was, yes. Well, I mean, that was the bulk of, of, of what happened this week Had was really snow-related. Oh, Going yeah. back and forth to the, the supermarket, the I shelves being completely empty. <laughs> yeah. I think we spent more time at the supermarket in the last five days than than we have in the uh, here I hear I heard your pen we need to get you a non clicking pen I bitch. mean you know because you know this is back to the stone age with this <laughs> setup here this week listen we the reason why so you want to know how my week was my week was crazy yeah, thank you for asking I did ask didn't I or did no, you, you cut me off before I had a chance I think you cut me off before look I had a chance look at God <laughs> look at the devil bitch go on well my week was 
amazing because I got to spend majority of the time with you. Oh, wasn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. And then it was a little sad part of the week is because of Mother Nature and her bitchiness, we had to cancel our Grammy party, which was very sad. That's true. First um, time in five years. Yeah. So even though it was canceled, next year will be the sixth year because we had digital Grammy parties. We, we also actually, had guests. We I was had just going to say, so, bitch. Yeah, we also I'm, had. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to okay. steal your thunder. Apparently. Mm. We also had um, our guest, Megan, from Shout Out to Poland episode yes. over with her fiance uh, Mike and we watched the Grammys and drank um, and basically there was commentary happening throughout the entire show it was hilarious um, that was legendary I mean if you've listened to the Poland episode that gives you an idea of, of what it was like in our living room it was bok bok chicken chicken bok bok chicken hey. so that was my week um, I'm just happy that tomorrow is Thursday um, I'm happy that we are able to get this episode in your ears because as we said it was a work in progress leading up to the moment where i said one the struggle the struggle is real but let's get in their ears with the juicy topics well if we didn't say who was doing what topics i guess you know oh i'll start first so how you doing Mm -hmm. we added a Mm -hmm. new segment because (laughs) let's just say miss girl has been in these headlines as much as bow wow which we'll get to um miss wendy williams so Ray decided to workshop a brand new mm-hmm. segment and it is called Hunting for the Hunters. Yes. <laughs> yes, Miss Thing. Okay, it's hunting season. Um, and if you don't know, Wendy Williams' married name is Hunter. So that's where we gotta play on those those words. Yes. Get into get into Ray being creative. H F T H. We can't really do anything with that's that. That's too much. <laughs> So, if you don't know, <laughs> you, you okay? You need Mucinex? I was to say, you're just going to ignore that. Mucinex? Okay, no, I'm good. I'm good. <clears throat> Bitch, I might. <laughs> um, so, Wendy Williams has been basically non on the air since what? Early December? End of I, December? I can't even remember. Before Christmas. And they've had a, a rotating time. guest. Um, co-host or guest host rather Nick Cannon, Sherry Shepard Kiki Palmer um, a bunch of bitches they just call anybody that will answer the phone <laughs> uh, so it feels like the white guy that um the white guy what's his name talking about Michael He's Rappaport a, yes I, I knew you would know yeah the comedian comedian <laughs> no bitch that would be traditionally for a female so let's just say reportedly in these streets um the Wendy Williams staff actually has been sources have been saying that they actually are happy that Mr. and Mrs. Hunt, Mr. Hunter are not a part of the show right now. Did you read anything about that, Ray? Yeah, I mean, I saw that there were rumors that, that they are saying they don't want her back because it feels like a vacation. Yeah, because uh, because her, her husband, what's his name? Kevin. Kevin Hunter. He uh-huh. um, is very controlling. Um, and we've reported he's allegedly, you know, gripped up Wendy, pushed her down the stairs, and they play hopscotch out back. I don't know all the stories. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> but Nick Cannon is most was an article that I read about. Um, which B, shout out to B Scott. B Scott gives us all the tea um, regarding this because B Scott broke this shit way back in Q4. Well, Nick Cannon was had reportedly on the first day of his um, co-hosting. I don't know if you saw this right, but he shared with the audience that he had a personal conversation with Wendy and the the staff didn't know this until they went live. Yeah, I heard they were pissed. I'm, would you or be pissed? I read that they were pissed. Would you be pissed? Yeah. Did you think it's bad that he did that? Yeah. 
I don't think so. Because they're all trying to figure out what's going on with her. When you think about it, her staff is probably left almost completely in the dark. And now here he comes on air and explains what's going on with her when no one on the staff who's worked with her for how many seasons has she been on the air? Like 10 seasons, a lot. Like so they've been working with this woman out. for all this time. They don't know what's going on. And then this guy swoops in and says, oh, I know what's going on with Wendy. Plus, on top of that, I'm sorry, but what he said, it sounded fishy to me. Was it sass? Yeah, it was very sus because he came on there and was basically like, everything's fine with Wendy and her husband and the marriage, the same shit that she was peddling when she was on there talking about everything was fine in Hunterville. Bitch, it's not true. There is all kinds of shit going on. Maybe she is having a little flare up of her illness. But isn't that, that's probably stress Just like when she passed out. That's probably because of illness, and I think that it is part of it is stress induced, and I think that she's going through it. And another thing I had read, there were rumors that she was actually considering like divorcing him, which I don't know if I believe that because Maybe. she's been with him for this long, and I think that she already, you know, that she knew what was going on, and it's just that she was fine with it as long as the rest of us didn't know what was going and on. And now that we know, but I'm like, how does she think that we weren't going to find out what was going on? I guess because she figures that her husband is not a celebrity. I think what you you said a couple episodes back when we reported on this was that you know she has a hard time with her being it's 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 known that she has a hard time. Just history has shown us when she's the headline with addressing it and managing it and crisis managing it and like she always likes to you know pull covers up push push it under the rug and act like nothing's happening but i think in this case to your point you just made now is that things are happening but she's trying to continue on this pattern of nothing's happening yeah oh it's just my illness that's why i'm but away. then did you see that there's pictures of her in florida yeah, coming out of the CVS or the right CVS, or something. one of her good girlfriends. She look a mess. I mean, when she's not on the show, she's usually wearing a tilted wig from Halloween store, <laughs> some leggings and an oversized t-shirt. Uh, you that's mean just... a toupee. We're going to call them toupees from now No, on. that's that's insensitive. Because <laughs> she has an illness that makes her hair thin. Or so? she's not illness. Maybe that she just has thin hair. That's none of my so? business. I don't think it's um, insensitive to call a... A horrible lace front wig. Ain't no lace in that front. Because it is. It's like a man's toupee where you can tell that shit is fake. She don't have a scalp. And it's not even sitting on their heads right. Mm -mm. It's No, what's insensitive is her wearing toupees. Okay. What's insensitive is she makes too much money to not be laid with the hair. Exactly. And she in this bitch Sally Beauty Salon. Well. um, This shit. With um, the fake lashes. There's no <laughs> Ruby's, Ruby's costumes. Oh, I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> but You know about that? About Ruby's costumes? Yeah. Them synthetic wigs they saw. Ruby's in the bag with the rest of the stuff. Like, you know, oh, the wig shit. comes. Yes, girl. With the, you know the wig is cheap because it actually comes with other stuff, too. <laughs> and it's like $20 and a bag of <laughs> it's stuff. It's a value meal. Yeah, it's like, don't light a match because it's going to be Michael Jackson. Like, Pepsi. Wasn't it Pepsi? Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. Now that's insensitive. <laughs> Actually, I, I brought it up. Oh, bitch, you okay? The makers made a mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what I was also going to say is that the other thing that I read about Wendy is that she is um, worried that she's going to lose her show. Well, I read that bitches is gunning for her, her spot. Bitches like, like who? Like the ho- the co- the people that they've had? No, well, in? the people on the staff said that they want Nick Cannon to take it over. Yeah. But then I read... He's the only one that's really gotten buzzed on. I've right? heard Steve Harvey is in these streets Steve campaigning because his show was canceled show. and Kelly Clarkson got his spot. But I thought his show wasn't canceled that he just he lost his time slot. No, he lost shit. it. It's just going to be on digital. Oh. So get into those checks. 
Oh. Decrease. It's well, gonna be in the ether. What, mm-hmm. bitch? It's gonna be a podcast. How <laughs> uh, you go from a national syndicator uh, to a podcast? Well, somebody should do a talk show. As a, does anybody do that? Yes. A, a talk show as a podcast. Um, I think that what had happened. What what happened live? Watch what happened. Watch what happened live. They record a podcast um, after with the guest. Oh, interesting. But anyway, Wendy, we will be ears to the streets and hips to the um, the beat, trying to get all the tea on oh. your hiatus, bitch, because okay. you were high in That's the 80s. That's a lot of words. Okay, so that is our new segment. A lot of words. Hunting for Hunters. <laughs> and now we're going to dive into Unfiltered and Unbothered, because we got the Grammys to talk about in Shuffle and Repeat, and we got lots of opinions. Oh, there. shit. Am I drunk already? Why did I think we were Ooh. already in Unfiltered and Unbothered? I was like, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I need to pace myself. Okay, because you only had mozzarella sticks. And I said I was going to be sober this week. That's a lie, Effie. No, no, I'm not drunk. That's fine. Okay, put it out in the universe, bitch. <laughs> so, the bakery's um, made a mark on you, too. <laughs> the first uh, topic in Unfiltered and, and Unbothered this week um, is actually an update. So, yes, we love a good update. Uh, we do. We don't do them often enough because, I mean, let's be honest, sometimes we get shit wrong. <laughs> we be drunk as fuck, but you know what? People, people troll us and they <laughs> we, tell us. We slur our, our words. We slur the facts every now and again. Usually, you know, we are factual. Um, factual. And, it's factual. And we try to make sure that we are not saying shit that's not true, which, a sidebar, that's one thing that used to drive me crazy about Wendy is that she would have shit all fucked up. And like, <laughs> that's the thing. Because you went back in a whole other second. But that's the thing where I don't want to be that. I don't want to okay. be like that type of a source for information where it's like. Well, we 35 episodes in. So <laughs> at some point, we got to just declare we might be that sometimes. But we're not. We're not that on a regular basis, but we have our moments. And when we, you know, figure out um, or, you know, someone tells us. Um, that something was inaccurate. We, enjoy it, we try our best to come back later and correct it. Okay, I say all that to say little bow that wow. you just don't know. <laughs> yes, we talked about bow wow. Was that last week? Last week, it. and we. <laughs> Or the wild inaccuracies in our reporting, which I think actually probably had more to do with just what was being reported and the rumors that were swirling. Okay, so um, there's video that actually shows from the elevator, bitch. Yes, in, in the condominium. In there. So first of all, they live they in a were, micro studio. They were not at the airport, <laughs> so that's just let's just start there. <laughs> which now makes sense. I think you said something about a nightstand, and then yes. I was confused because I was like, there was a nightstand at the airport in the, in the Delta Lounge. <laughs> Bitch. I mean, okay. I mean, a side table maybe, but not a nightstand. <laughs> um, so that's first of all. They were actually, you know, home. First of all, nothing ever ends well. Well, first of all, and the video shows that Bow Wow was really aggressive with his girlfriend, whatever her name is. Didn't bother looking up, but whatever her name is, he was very aggressive. He snatched something out of her hand at one point. There was someone else in the elevator with them. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was it security, security or because you I know he only five foot. I mean, I guess. Um, he's got coins to have security. He like, only has he's only his net worth is only one point five million. So I don't. I know mean, that's much. more money than I have. Yeah, but all them. I'm sorry, hits, that's more money than we have. Not all them hits. People, some people and are not good worth, with money, but net worth also includes your assets. But net worth also is net worth. So that that's mostly is what what it's so what's his gross is what worth? You own. Bitch. So it's like his condo is probably on there. Whatever cars he has, but he has money coming in. Um, so apparently, he's not on the Millennium Tour. <laughs> apparently. It wasn't Shaq. 
Who was it, bitch? <laughs> it was just, it says some other man she was talking to. Oh. He was pissed off. That's what started all this. Shaq was not involved, thank goodness, because that made no sense to me. It might. Um, but then that's what led to, you know, once they got up into the, the was apartment. Was Future involved? No, I don't think so. I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> why would Future even be because in the same space? Two of the Bow wow. two of his exes went on to date Future after Bow Wow. One of which was Sierra. So when he was on the Wild and Out episode, there was this whole thing where they were saying that something wrong with Bow Wow because they're always looking for the future. Mm-mm. <laughs> First of all, that is rude. It's the truth. I was about to say, it's probably true. But it's still rude. Um, and then I guess I got upstairs, got into the apartment or condo or whatever it is, then got into the bedroom and he wouldn't let her leave. And then that's how he ended up with, you know, um, 11 scratches. Wolverine scratches across his face. And so. you know what? And some bruises on his ribs, I think I saw. Oh, I pictures. saw. You know what? And he had Hanes underwear on. I was really confused. He only worth $1.5 million. <laughs> Okay, he shot I mean, like he the rest of us. He can't get. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What's he shot like the rest Haynes of us to exist. I don't know. That's not my. Business. I don't know underwear like that, but because you, you only wear Calvin's. I mean, but I used to wear Hanes, but then Hanes had, is fine. But I had to upgrade. Okay, you leveled up. That, I like underwear from Macy's. Like that was our life before. <laughs> See y'all. If you ever wondered who Ray is, really is, you just like hashtag. It's fine. It's the caucasity. Fine. It's fine. But I. It's crazy that they were in that type of a fight. She looks like she was not um, like I a said, wallflower like in that I said, fight, though. Like I said on last episode, she brought her hands out and said, you ain't gonna get me. Exactly. I and think that Bow Wow, you know, that he got more than he bargained for. Like he that, used to more Like submissive. the white man at McDonald's. He used to girl, more submissive women. And that when that girl started wailing on that guy, mm-hmm. he was so confused. I'm sure Bow Wow was confused, too. Uh, he he is confused <laughs> five, all five feet of him. Um, so thanks for that update, Ray. Because mm-hmm. I I needed some factual actual facts with that because I'm still question, scratching my forehead, uh, especially someone named Bow Wow that's 31 years old. Mm-mm. You need to his level name up. is You're, not Bow Wow. What's his name? Is Chad Moss or yeah, some shit? Yeah, we said that last week. Well, from one messy story to an actual more positive story. I was um, about to say. Kate Hudson well it's a little messy because I'll give you reasons why but it actually is a positive story. So mm-hmm. Kate Hudson's been in the news um, recently and for our white listeners yes we said Kate, Lis- Kate Hudson. <laughs> um, We've she, talked about oh wait. Was that, that was in previews oh, bitch. Never mind. That's Goldie Hawn's um, daughter and she is from 10 Things I Hate About You. That's the last thing I know she was in. I never saw that. Uh, 10 things I hate about your 10 however many things I dating it's a 10 things I hate about you it might be getting her DMs no that is that's or right. she also no wait how to, how to give a guy, guy in 10 days, in 10 days. maybe that's what you were she's been in like a couple of animation movies she used to be in rom-coms all the time all the time well she is raising her child gender neutral so what that would mean is that she's allowing her child to, to express themselves um, as they wish so as a society, specifically Americans, really, right? I would say our culture is that mm, girls. I would say probably most cultures. Society. Yeah, most, so most cultures. So globally, this is yeah. probably something that's, you know, and shout out to our international listeners. Please tell us if this is the truth. But girls wear pink, boys wear blue, girls are ballerinas, boys like to get dirty. Um, these are very general constructs. Am I using words? Yeah. Oh, look at me, tenth grade. I am leveling up, bitch. I told you I was going to do some reading because gender is um, primarily a a social construct. So we like race. Yes. So we 
at globally we we put these we we impress these up, these upon our children from when we even have gender reveal reveal parties. Don't get me started on the gender reveal bullshit. Okay, well drink your drink, Mike. Makers. If we were gonna have a kid, we would not have a gender reveal party. Okay, we gonna have an underwear reveal. Black party, folks, bitch. I, and I hate to generalize, but it seems. And you know the the late um, aughts and the late um, you know two thousands like two thousand and tens <laughs> that black folks are obsessed with gender reveal parties. Well, Kate Hudson is not. She's saying my child will be gender neutral. Um, I love and I actually love seeing parents do this because I feel as though like I I think that you know a lot of us growing up we're told to do sports because we're boys or we're told to you know be pretty because you're a girl or be be quiet and don't be so assertive because you're a girl and guys don't cry and boy, girls do so i think it's good that like this is happening because she's not the only celebrity doing this angelina jolie celine dion these are all celebrities that are raising their, their children as general neutral um, but i think the difference um with her is that i'm not so sure that those other Examples that the that those celebrities did it from birth. I think that they probably at some point realized that oh, they had a kid. It's her newest kid, right? Like they. Well, that's the T, right? Like it's a, the kid was just born. Like because like, Kate Hudson got three kids by three baby daddies. <laughs> we talked about that in our preview episode. So let her be black, and she be she be a hoochie mama, <laughs> get dicked down by all the rappers. Um, like what's her name, <laughs> Nivea? Oh, and you didn't. You, yes, there are three baby daddies, and they're all like rock, all rock stars. stars. Specifically, here you go, Matt <laughs> Bellingham from Use, Chris Robson from Black from Black something, Black Black, black something. Rose um, or Keys? Black Rose, something like that. Mm. She just got fifty eleven kids, and <laughs> also, um, her friends said that she is a, a hands on mother, and she has those three children and no nannies. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe. know if I believe that. No, maybe. I maybe could, she I could actually kind of see that with her. And just to piggyback off, mm-hmm. we're not trying to slut shame. No, you can get dicked down as many times as We're not trying to slut shame We're her, just saying that. But we're saying that she's being held to a different standard. She is because why? Because she's Caucasian. Yes, exactly. And also because she's Goldie Hawn's daughter. And that Goldie too. Hawn is legendary. Because she's in a celebrity. Because um, even if she were a regular old white woman, we it would probably be say at least white trash. At least some whispers behind her back. They would, they would call her white trash. But in this case, it's like, oh, because she would live in a trailer, mm-hmm. and she would shop at Walmart. Okay, I'm sure there's plenty of white ladies who have kids, three kids by three different three different fathers who do not live in a trailer. And she would wear baby fat. Okay, so what else were you gonna say about <laughs> this particular story? That's Kate Hudson. <laughs> no, so <laughs> apparently, so. So I I heard about this and first of all I thought it was fascinating. And I thought it was fascinating just because this is not something that you hear about every day. It's not. And I think that it's it's really important for these types of stories to make their way to the headlines. So I kind of applaud her for that because it's something that um She's I never really thought about before until I read the headline and I was like, well, that's interesting and it actually makes sense in 2019 for people not to be so gender focused when it comes to a kid. These gender reveal parties and that trend notwithstanding. Um, but as human beings, I think that we do often think in binary terms male female wrong right black white you know what i mean so i think that this is really interesting exactly because uh it allows for gray and but that's uncomfortable for a lot of people but most interestingly i think a lot of people even misconstrued what 
the headline was when she said genderless as if she was saying my baby has no gender whereas people don't realize that's this not new, what she was saying this is the new train of thought for a lot of people right she was saying i realize that gender is fluid and i want my baby to be able to cuz some things i want to wear pink in a dress I mean, and you totally can if that's Because, you know, your thing. in my mind, I'm like, I'm slaying this bitch in this I outfit. Mean, are, and I pretend that it's a dress. Are you trying to tell me something? No, I'm just saying. Okay, we can take that offline. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just saying. But bitch. back to Kate. Sometimes I be slaying it in my head, like, oh, this is a gown. Okay. <laughs> but back to Kate. Ooh, don't have faces. Um, she then had to come out. She didn't you have to come out, but though? she came out and she was almost kind of defending herself and saying, like, no, like, what I'm saying is that boys don't have to be one thing. Girls don't have to be a different thing. And that whatever my kid decides they want to be is going to be fine herself. with me. If I were her, I wouldn't have. But I'm sure she has some publicist in her ear saying, Katie, you need to clarify this. I wonder if her name is Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> but I say kudos to her for this because I think that... Um, the more um, light that can be shed on gender fluidity, the better. Absolutely. So that people are not feeling like they have to push things onto their Shout children. out to the parents that let their kids choose what they want, yes. need, and love. Yes. Okay, that's Indeed. good parenting. Oh, yes. From so from positive story to, Ray, you lead this <laughs> next story because it feels a little appropriate. I thought I led the last story. No, I led Kate Hudson. Baby. Oh, and then I chimed in. Uh huh. Um. As you should, bitch. That's where the conversation <laughs> is. Now drink that drink. <laughs> so. Oh, you get so loud, bitch. Oh, bitch. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Mark, bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've said that three times. <laughs> is that the title this week? No, bitch. <laughs> um. So you may. You probably. You should. Well, you may not, but you probably. You better have heard uh, about the Gucci blackface sweater controversy so um and i don't even know how i think this may have come to light via twitter someone posted Mm -hmm. and i think they posted something to the effect of gucci releases a blackface sweater during black history month you know a happy black history to to all of us or something to that effect um, and essentially, it is a balaclava sweater. A balaclava. Which is not, that's not a word that I am familiar with or, or had ever heard before. Um, but what balaclava essentially means is that it's a mask where part of your face um, is visible. Mm-hmm. So in this case, it was almost like a turtleneck, only it's up to um, the nose. The nose. The um, yeah, up yeah. to like the bridge of the nose. And then your your so you know obviously your sight line your eyes and your forehead are completely bare. But who the and fuck is wearing it up like this? Like that's a stupid <laughs> ass design. We're gonna get there. Even if it wasn't fucking, it wasn't black with red lips. Like who the fuck is wearing their turtleneck up like this? Right. But this particular sweater was black. Apparently they made it in different colors. Not sure that that makes this any better because someone with half a fucking brain should have said maybe we shouldn't make it in black. Um, but it's essentially black. It's like a turtleneck but it's up you know on your face and then the their lips and then the mouth is cut out but the lips that are painted onto that actual part of the sweater are bright red mm-hmm. so it really does um remind you of blackface and you know traditionally blackface um is illustrated or depicted by a very dark person or figure um with features 
that are exaggerated, including very big, very red lips. So, of course, this was a media firestorm. As it should be. As it should be. This is on the heels of what happened with Prada, with the monkey figure. Um, I mean, the Dolce & Gabbana thing is different because it wasn't black or blackface. But it it was was racially It was still racially insensitive, but it didn't have anything to do with blackface. But the Prada thing literally was like a blackface thing because they had the little monkey figure with... It was black and it had the big red lips. So... And when the Prada thing happened, one of the the points that I made was that a part of this, at least, is just a lack of diversity within the... um, in the room where it happened, to mm-hmm. use a Hamilton reference, um, they don't have enough people of color who are reviewing these decisions or who are in the room actively helping to make these exactly. decisions. So people think that it's okay. Now, I have to say that when I saw it, in this particular case, I had to wonder if it's that or if... It was on purpose just because we just went through this. Now, I don't know how long they've been selling this water. Well, it just went up on the site. But did you see the um, creative director, uh, Alessandro Michel, came out and and released a a statement? Did Mm -mm. you see it? Mm -mm. So it was released today. um, And he went on saying, I feel like I need to write you all these few words to give a name to the pain of these days. My own and that of the people who saw in one of my creative des- projects are are intolerable and an insult. The product in question, as you mentioned, was this turtleneck. It's eight hundred and ninety dollars. Um, he later said that it was designed and by it was a design that was never intended to be racist, and that it was in designed an in inspiration by Lee Bowery, who was a performance artist um, from the UK, a club kid. Um, and I'll show you um, a club kid. And there was a move. There was a musical that he was a um, part of. It was called um, oh my gosh, Taboo. Boy George played him. Um, and so basically, he's trying to kind of cover up or, or share it with us as the consumer that it was never intended to be racially charged. Um, and that he takes full accountability. But I have to say that I was disappointed because at no point was there, although he shares accountability, there was no sense of, you know, what are we going to do differently? Because, Ray, I shared with you today that Prada came out, and because of their incident, they came out and expressed what they're doing to better their, you know, support around. Um, well, no, Gucci actually did apologize, and they, they, do, they did have a statement, but go on. But Prada came out and said that they're going to have, they're going to engage members of the um, people color POC community by setting up an advisory council and scholarship and training program to increase diversity at corporate level. So they're they're seeing this as an opportunity to better themselves, where parties like Dolce Gabbana that we kind of just mentioned earlier, they're not doing things like this. They haven't really announced any sort of effort to change. So I think that, you know, although, and also what surprised me is, you know, Dapper Dan who, like, I want to express to everyone, this isn't the first time that Gucci has been in the headlines about, you know, doing something insensitive for the for the black co- culture. You know, they were known, if you don't know, before Dapper Dan got a collaboration deal with Gucci, they basically sent him something down the render that was a that was a knockoff of one of Dapper Dan's right. designs. Exactly. So they didn't bring Dapper Dan on as this creative thought in a workshop 
in a whiteboard room where they just basically, when I say whiteboard, that means a whiteboard in a room where they're just brainstorming and brain dumping. Mm -hmm. They actually did it because that was their way of um, fixing the crisis. So that's what they're doing again. I'm not surprised. It's, bitches cl- is, it's, it's cleanup mode. But bitches is cl- Olivia Pope came in that bitch and said, "Y'all better talk." Okay. <laughs> oh, you mean like a real life crisis manager? Yes. Ever since I'm like, scandal- wait, Olivia. You mean ever like- since I said this before? Ever since scandal was canceled, oh, shit has been a mess. Olivia is out in these streets unemployed. So Gucci did release a statement. They apologized for the quote-unquote offense that may have been caused. Um, uh, They also said, we consider diversity to be a fundamental value to be fully upheld, respected, and at the forefront of every decision we make. So I call BS on that. Okay. Because if that were the case, this never would have made it out of the mind of whoever decided that it was a good idea. Um, and they've also mentioned that um, the product would be removed from uh, online and physical stores and that they would uh, make sure that this is a learning incident. For well, them. I sincerely hope that no retailer bought picked this up. Why do you have to learn that? <laughs> it's called privilege. Well, why do you have to learn that something like that is, is going to be it's unacceptable? Exposure. It's ex- privilege. It's privilege. It's exposure. It's having people from different walks of life be your friend and be your your person in your room to to sober you that this is not a good thought. And Gucci is uh, Italian? Gucci is Italian and they are historically largely supported by the black community. Oh, well, shit. I know that. So I see G's all the time. Gucci. I don't wear it, but so I think no also offense to those who do. What's a good pivot is that Marlon Wayans actually came out about there was a discussion now about white chicks and about oh you was filling it up, bitch. <laughs> Fill me, me up, buttercup. This your third fill up. <laughs> Fill me more, bitch. I need to catch up. You don't need to catch up. You're fine, Ooh, bitch. You mustard. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, he came out and talked about there was some. There's been some discussion. I would like to hear your your take on this too, right? There's been some discussion around whether White Chicks was offensive. Because if you don't know what White Chicks is, it's a movie that Marlon and his brother were in. The Waynes Brothers. And they play, they went undercover as white women. Which mm-hmm. if you know the Marlon Brothers, they, the Waynes Brothers, they are not white women. Um, <laughs> it's the Waynes Brothers. Yes. <laughs> so my question to you is, is there a difference? I have an opinion Is about there it. a difference between what? Between white face and black face. Okay, I just want you to be clear about what you're asking. So, um, first of all, I'll start with the first part of what you said, which is, um, I think the word you used was offensive. Mm -hmm. And if white chicks was offensive. So, obviously, I think that offensiveness is kind of in the eye of the beholder and you can be now, a f- I think white people just uh, just want to be oppressed no I th- well I mean I'm not going to and I'm not going to generalize and say all white people but I'm going to agree with you that there are lots of white people who do want mm-hmm. to have something that they can point to and say that they are oppressed <laughs> but just specifically talking about white chicks I think that um and this may this is actually this may come across as being somewhat controversial. Oh, bitch! I love a good controversial comment from me. <laughs> but usually you are trim, guarded, guarded, and ready to serve <laughs> politician mode. Excuse me, on this pod, I think not. <laughs> okay, bitch. But 
Um, the point I was going to make is that um, I think that there that there can be a conflation, or that there are two terms that be, that can be come conflated, which are um, offensive and stereotypical. Mm-hmm. So, I personally, having seen white chicks, would put <laughs> white chicks in a stereotypical box and say that this is something that promotes, um, you know, stereotypes about white women. Um, you know, white women. right, and w- white women of means, for better or for worse. I did not find it to be offensive. I thought that it was funny, <laughs> but I could see how someone Your else. Your mama is so fat. <laughs> I could see how someone else, or how maybe a white woman of means, might think that it's offensive. But no, t- t- in my opinion, I do not think. I don't think it that is white either because ultimately, offensive. you know, there are laws. And practices in the in, in the United States of America that protect white people. We should probably explain like the premise of the movie. Just, I mean, just for anyone no, bitch, who maybe go on. No, I'm not getting into no, let, but let's. So I'll do it. I'll do it really. I said quickly. he was undercover and they were white. With yeah. Him. So essentially, the Wayne's brothers. Good. No, but you didn't go into detail. Of if what. you don't know this ten year old movie, they need not to everybody has seen one. It's fine, it's bitch. This your homework. No, I'm gonna explain it. So essentially, that y'all know. I wait, what, which it was Marlon and Sean. Go ahead. I used to have some kind of crush on Sean, bitch. What was that scary movie one or two where he put his penis between his legs and he stood there, it was like he didn't have a penis. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's the first. I'm no, turned no, on no. by this. I don't think I should be, but I'm sorry. I digress. Um, <laughs> so, um, yes. Yeah, so it's these two black guys um, uh, who are essentially dressing FBI. And yes, in the movie, they're undercover FBI and they go in. They go undercover as two white heiresses uh-huh. and they're in white face throughout the entire movie so this is why uh, you know because of um, some of the things that have come up in Virginia I politics that I think white chicks has kind of come up on people's radar as okay you're saying that blackface is offensive why is whiteface not I think offensive as a, as a, I think as a nation we're being overly sensitive about things that are not meant to be Sensitive, and why do you think that? Because this is this was art. It was it. Was, but someone could say that blackface is art. No, that's not art because that that some is. Some people a, will say but it. That, some people didn't. Will. Aubrey say that it was art when he did it. But what I'm saying, the beige wonder Drake. I'm what I'm saying. <laughs> what me Reg Ray J is saying. Oh, okay? you don't know who you are. <laughs> Never do. <laughs> um, is ultimately it's not okay because white people are um, the protected race of America. Okay. So now we're getting closer to what I was looking for, in your opinion, is why do you think that... That they it, white people were not slaves. Okay. White people were not um, said, you can't live here anymore, we own this land. Okay. Okay. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Pilgrims. Mm-hmm. I'm calling you out in these streets. Smallpox blankets. Okay. Google it. So ultimately, no. No. And if you have a problem with it, then you should have a problem with blackface, not with whiteface. Because if you think that whiteface is offensive, then you're trying to deflect yourself and your thought 
to be the victim and not to be the ally and advocate to the other people aren't the victim. So or, sit or back, the oppressor. have a seat, and you're just equally as to blame as someone walking around these streets in blackface if you're saying the white face is just as bad. Do your research and stop stop trying to be the victim. White people, wake up. So, the, for me, one of the bigger reasons and biggest reasons um, that I would say that I don't see it as being offensive will be along the lines of what you're saying, which is there's a history of blackface being used to make black people feel less than. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this whole idea of there being... You love that pen and that damn click. The idea of there being a caricature of black people, a caricature of black culture. This has a very seedy and very um, nefarious history I think in if you want our details, culture and listen American to culture. The song by Danielle Brooks from that we talked about last week about everyone wants a piece of black culture, in this case, a black woman, but they don't want black women. So this is just another example, is that we want to steal from this culture. It dates back to jazz. It dates back to, you know, what else? But I mean, you're talking about cultural appropriation. Blackface is not really cultural appropriation. Blackface is more making fun of. So, like, cultural appropriation is, I'm going to take the best, the things that I think are the best parts of this thing, but not the bad parts. Whereas um, blackface was more of just making fun of black culture and I mean, both are taking wrong. stereotypes and, and holding that up as this is what black people are. Um, and again, another reason why I would say that whiteface is, to me, in the context of white chicks, not offensive because there are so many depictions of white women Mm -hmm. in just regular everyday American culture that that one movie I cannot find it offensive um, because it's not the norm or the or I should say it's not the only depiction that we have of white women of means because that's like every day in this country I'd be like saying the help is offensive Okay, elaborate. Don't you think? Elaborate. What do you mean? People are like, oh, well, you know, all you're showing us is people being slaves or housekeepers or nannies that are of color. You're not showing us characters that are not. It's offensive. Okay. I could, okay, I think I see where you're going. Whereas, like, no, this is more of just like a snapshot. Yeah, it's, it's, it is an expression of, of someone's reality. Mm -hmm. And you take it. In some, in this this case, well, I mean, in the case of white chicks, it's not of someone's reality. I mean, some bitches is walking around <laughs> these streets talking about Tina the talking tummy, making my way downtown. Okay, we're making on. I just feel like we are halfway into more than halfway through the episodes, and we haven't even gotten to the Grammys. So let's shift to shelf. I'm reality. telling you, if we okay, we if we stick on that topic, bitch, it's gonna be a sticky situation. Bitch, it's gonna be clean up, clean up, everybody, everywhere. So we gonna. No, move I think on. that was a really good conversation. I agree, bitch. Blackface into whiteface. Okay. Well, moving into shuffle and repeat. Shuffle and um, repeat. Yes, we are gonna. We are moving in. Bitch, we done skipped all the topics. Just two little. If you want to talk about it, go Wait ahead. A second. We, we just. Wait. I want to make sure that we're not going fifty eleven years with these um, people on these streets because we haven't even got to the Grammys. Oh no! So we at least have to mention. Okay, give them give them the mention. We at least have to mention. So there is this brouhaha, if you will. Mm, brouhaha. <laughs> so we're backing on show. Unfiltered, I'm about, yes. you know, Ray yeah, loves, yeah, we're going back. We're he going loves back. a pivot yeah, turn. Yeah. Yes, yes, a, a pirouette. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
<laughs> you may have heard, probably, that the National Enquirer is embroiled in a controversy because apparently they were attempting to extort Jeff Bezos, the Jeff extortion. Bezos, the CEO of Amazon. The extortion of it all. <laughs> And apparently they somehow got into his emails or his phone, hacked somehow, and they were able to obtain first text messages, which I think they already released those. And that's when Isn't the that whole... illegal though? I mean, yeah, but as long as Inquirer can have plausible deniability and say, oh, we didn't do anything wrong. Someone gave this to mm-hmm. us. I guess there's no way. That feels... It does. Doesn't it feel wrong? Um, But they released those already, I think, because I think that was when the whole story broke that, um, you know, there was this relationship that Jeff Bezos had with uh, a woman who was actually friends of he and his spouse. Um, But anyway, um, they were apparently... Um, threatening to release naked photos of Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Ain't nobody want to see that. And there was an email exchange between Jeff Bezos and you know someone who was a representative of the National Enquirer. Okay, so National Enquirer. For anyone who's been paying attention to close attention, probably to politics since Trump has been elected, the they besties, right? Like they have a relationship. So like he has a relationship with the company that owns the National Enquirer. The company that owns the National Enquirer is actually involved in the Mueller investigation. Low down and dirty. Because of that relationship. So like it's just a tangled web. When you sleep with pigs, you turn into a pig. <laughs> Wait, what? Isn't that the same? No, bitch. You when you lie with dogs, you get up with fleas. Oh, I, oh, I mix two sayings. You put <laughs> lipstick on a pig, it's still a pig. And then isn't that the same? So, okay, that is, but I didn't get that from what you just said. And then also the dog one. I'm in the zoo and the um the park. When you lay down with a pig, you get up with lipstick on your face. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? Child, am I drunk? I don't know, are you? Anyway, so um Jeff Bezos decided not to um, you Pursue know, anything? follow whatever the demands were that the National Enquirer was making. And he just made the correspondence public. And he's like, this is what they're trying to do to me. I don't give a shit. Show my dick. That's fine. Well, but he must I'm, be packing. But I'm... <laughs> He said, show my dick. Somehow I doubt that. Um, But I am going to um, let the world know. He said, drop the eggplant. (laughs) Okay? Drop that shit. I'm rich and I got a big dick. (laughs) I'm I'm the richest man in the world. And I'm digging down this In more ways than one. Okay? (laughs) Check my bank account and my underwear. Okay? So, you know, all of this came out. I think there's an investigation into it because Good. he's claiming extortion, which actually is a crime. Um, but and I hope they I hope they go down and dead. But the latest, which I don't know if you've heard, is that the source... Ooh. Donald Trump? No, bitch. Ooh. No. Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> Fucking Grim Reaper. That bitch. <laughs> don't get me started on bitch. her. What's your name? Sarah Sanders. The, the Grim Reaper with um, split ends, bitch. That's Somebody. Kellyanne Conway. Somebody. The Crypt Keeper. Wendy Williams. <laughs> no, bitch. That's why no, she on hiatus. No, 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 no. Okay. So they're saying that the source for whatever the story and everything, I think the person who originally let them know that there was this relationship going on was the mistress's brother. Oh, well. 
So that's how they found out that they were having this relationship. Well, well, you know, you know, don't send dick pics and you won't have your pics in a dick. But I mean, your sibling, like, that's really Because he wants up. money. Yeah, I know. Money! Well... Because he's probably looking at her like, bitch, <laughs> you about to be a billionaireess? Well, thank us, thank you, Ray, for the, the update of the dick pics. Because that was important. Um, moving now on. Do we ever... Well, I mean, sometimes we talk about important things. Shuffle but. and repeat. So the Grammys were on Sunday. And that's what this episode, this um, section is all about. So we want to give you a little bit of recap. Give our opinions. Talk about the highs, the lows, the oh no's, the bitch go. Give a little bit of recap. Uh-huh. Hmm. So first and foremost, um, the big categories... The winners were Record of the Year, This is America by Child Gambino. Album of the Year, Golden Hour by the white bitch. Uh, what's her name? Casey Muskrat. Mm-mm. Is that her name? That is Megan's term. Muskrat. Muskrat. No. Yeah. Casey Musgraves. Same shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not exactly. Song of the Year, This is America. Um, so just to remind you, Record of the Year, which also won, this also won, is for the writers. Song no, of the Year no, no, is no. for the other way oh, around. Record of the Year is. Yeah. For the um, artist, song of the year is for the writers, mm-hmm. um, and it won both. Okay, we'll get there. Best new artist, Dua Lipa, which wasn't a surprise. Bitches love her. Um, so those are the main, the main um, categories. Mm-hmm. Also, producer of the year was Pharrell. Producer of the year, non classical. Be okay. specific. Oh, not specific. <laughs> no, bitch. Not um, like the the Carters also won. Shout out to their one album, R&B, Best Contemporary R&B. Um, Cardi B also had a moment. She won. Um, Wait, isn't best- the Urban Contemporary album? She won. Um, <laughs> not <hip-hop>. R&B. <laughs> she won hip hop ar- album. <laughs> Um, and she was the first woman in the history of the Grammys. Can I ask you a question? What? Are you getting annoyed with me? Yes, because you're drunk. Um, Cardi B was the first woman ever to win the hip-hop category album ever. Okay, um, so, no, let me... Cr- I mean, I may be drunk, bitch, but the facts are there, okay? Oh, okay. So, actually... And you was worried about this episode. She, so, actually, she is not the first woman to win. She's the first solo artist to win. Solo woman artist. Right, because... because Fuji's one, exactly. which would include Lauren Hill. Exactly, yes. So, th- shout out to Cardi. She had a year, you know what I mean? Like... Cardi, but she's having more than a year. She's had two years. Nicki Minaj is having moments mm, 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 with Avril Lavigne and her new song. I may have posted on social media that um, Nicki was rocking back and forth in a corner somewhere. You did. <laughs> you most certainly did. Because I think. That but that did you was see? Happening. So let's get. I'll get there in a moment. Okay. So other shout outs for me, Ray, were <clears throat> her had a moment. Yes. Her is like she won two awards, one pre-show, one and during the show she performed a hard. She place. performed a hard place, which was amazing. I love that song. Um, Janelle Monae was completely snubbed. Fuck, um, Casey Muskrat. She was um, snubbed, but she got to perform, which in, in a way is actually still a really good thing. Um, I would agree. I also want to shout out that. Artists that are getting tributes these days tribute themselves. Don't even get me started. So, so what do you mean? What so happened? Aretha Franklin, she For was the who didn't one. Watch. She can't tribute herself because unfortunately she no. Passed. But before we even got there, who? But Dolly Parton came out okay. in her lace front and two looking cheap as fuck in her prom dress. I, but you know, I don't mind Dolly's wigs. They're not bad. She it's has a, a water, wig. It's a waterfall. 
Yeah, exactly. Like how she got a waterfall. Like Mary, what what era was that? That was um, no more drama. No more drama, bitch. <laughs> she had no more drama waterfall wig and her and her 2008 prom dress. And then, but she sang with a whole bunch of other people, other bitches, and she was a part of it. And she, then Casey had a toupee. Mm-hmm. There were really horrible outfits. Katy Perry was there. I don't know who that is. <laughs> and then Dolly sang her own song. Uh huh. She said working nine to five, and then she, she, this she is a tribute to herself. Then she said, "This is a new one." <laughs> she was so. Proud. She's like, I'm 90 years old, still releasing music. <laughs> She's not 90. And then um, another legend in these streets. Uh-huh. Um, um, Diana. Diana Ross. Ms. Ross. Ms. Ross, if you're nasty. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> she came out in her legendary over the top gown yes. with feathers and yes. hair and she said circa holiday barbie 1989 and she said i don't need any duets i'm gonna tribute myself <laughs> by myself for an entire three five minutes it's gonna be me singing all my own okay wait but she sang a song i did not even i don't think anyone recognized she didn't sing i'm coming out that's she did sure. not sing that she didn't sing any, any of the hits well she came but out, the reason the that they asked her to, to perform was because it was her 75th 75th birthday uh-huh it was so cute which, her little grandson um announced her was she daughter. 75 and dolly is 73 black on crack white crinkles we're not gonna talk about it it's fine well also um Aretha Rankin triplet was lit. I just want to tell you that it was really great to have three amazing singers, Yolanda Adams, Fantasia, and Andre Day. Mm-hmm. Although Andre Day's outfit was sus. Oh, it was a completely inappropriate. Um, she needed a prayer cloth. And that wig looked like it was photoshopped oh, on. Oh, another toupee. It looked like it was photoshopped on. Toupees won the night. Apparently. And they so did this liquor this evening. <laughs> um... I also want to shout out that how you try to Gambino and wing two of the biggest awards but don't show up. Uh, do we know why he wasn't there? He probably was getting a toner on his beard. No, but he like just did because uh, I didn't have I didn't have a chance to Google it. Do we know why he was? Well, did he have an, a previous engagement? Apparently, and they didn't care because he won I think three awards for that song, which. And sidebar, none of the awards that were won were for video of the year, which is what it should have won. So I was really actually confused by its wins for record and song of the year. Record of the year, I mean, maybe even though I don't think that it made a mark as being an amazing record, it was a political statement. Absolutely. And the video was amazing, which, you know, I think... This is one of those examples where, and we've talked about this before, we talked about this on the episode where we talked about the Grammys with, with our Mel. friend Mel. Um, there is a committee, or there are multiple committees that go in Shout and out kind to of Mel. mix it up and, and make some like changes. And I think that this is a perfect example where the committee put their hands in there and changed Because two of the three of big it. awards were given to a, a person of color. Right. And I mean, I, I, I don't have a... Okay, wait, what do I want to say? I'm not mad at the political statement they're trying to make, but in this particular case, I'm still just standing back and saying, I don't know that it's making that much of an impact. Because when you go onto iTunes and see which songs actually are benefiting, This Is America is not one of them. It sure ain't. And that also probably is part of the reason is because he wasn't there. Probably. If he had been there, there, and if he had performed, it would have made a bigger statement. Well, Cardi performed, and Cardi slayed in her gowns and options and moments. She had a legendary moment. 
Also, oh, oh, explain yourself. It legendary. was so legendary that she deactivated her Instagram <laughs> oh, account. Oh, shit. <laughs> you mean her legendary moment was when she won, not her yes, performance. But I would have to say also this gonna be that gone. did you see that she and she reactivated her Instagram and announced that she has a new song coming out on Friday with Bruno Mars? That's smart. I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but they probably just found out what it was called like last week when they recorded. I don't it. know. She, she probably, <laughs> you know, Cardi. Shout out to you. I just have to say her team, although they've been a little messy. What's her name? Feather. What's her name? Or whatever what? her name is. What's her publicist. Patient to cut. Patient to cut. Yeah. You know, although you have some some sus people working for you, um, the Vogue video of you setting up your outfits for the Grammy with her stylist Colin. It was actually really well done. Shout out to Vogue. But I feel like Cardi is just doing things as a female MC that that Nicki wasn't. That I think threatens Nicki. Which is why Nicki proceeded to pull out of the BET experience. But you know, to Nicki's... And I don't often come to Nicki Minaj's defense. Because you're Anaconda don't. I don't. Yeah, are Anaconda don't. I don't. Yeah, and I kind of don't. But <laughs> if you got buns, huh? I don't really. Um, she's not my favorite. Um, but to her, to her defense, and I think we've probably had this discussion and conversation before. A lot of that just simply has to do with the media and the way that the media perpetuates this idea that there can only be one. And some people buy into that and other people's other people don't and i think that in nikki's case she's totally bought into this concept that the media that certain media outlets perpetuate that there can only be one well cardi so, has a cover of the harper's bazaar she does and nikki does and she looked amazing and, and you she know, was cinderella see, and did you see that it was an homage and to the harper's she looked bazaar fucking amazing but did you hear that it was the one photo was an homage the reason why they chose cinderella yeah because that wasn't on the cover that was inside yeah. the reason why they chose um cinderella as a uh, focal point was because they were referencing the sh- through sh- the shoe throwing at the Harper's Bazaar. I got it immediately Party. when I saw it. Not everyone did. Oh, I did. I when I saw it, that. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So first of all, because a lot of people were saying she's over, she's done now that she's you know shown her ass in front of all these white people. No, not the case. She leveled up. Not the case. So I mean, and I guess. Hmm. Well, no, I'm not going to okay. say that because first I was going to say. Um, that I have helped to perpetuate that that idea that there can only be one, but no, I'm not. What I'm doing is I'm reacting to the way that Nikki reacts absolutely to Cardi I'm holding her accountable, and she doesn't have to because there is room for way more than one. Make a song together, and bitch. they could have made a song together that's a, a proper duet. And go Nikki, on needs, tour together Nikki needs a tour and make. <laughs> coins but you know again and and this happens even in the corporate world with us regular people where you have people who are a part of a minority group who feel like they need to be the only one in the room so they will actively step on the fingers and heads and noses and faces of other people who are a part of that group to maintain their own status and that is really fucking sad well Ariana oh but no i wanted to ask you what? about the um people who kind of try to make a statement against the grammys and like ariana i heard grande? you you were about to say all right what do you think of ariana grande so just a level set she was asked to perform the grammys producers are notorious for telling people what they should perform Ariana apparently 
in her words, she says that she submitted three choices for songs that she could perform. They came back and rejected those. They wanted her to do something else. I don't know what they wanted her to do. So she said, peace out. I'm not performing. Well, I think my opinion on this is I feel like when you when you're an artist at some level, you know, ooh, titties. Um, Ray just flashed taco me. me and titties, bitch. Ooh. Don't forget to taco me. Oh, it's like tacos, huh? <laughs> um, or Taco Bell. <laughs> so when you're an artist that is at a certain legendary status, Ariana, you are not there. You can dictate what, how, when, where, and why you should perform what you are. Ariana, I understand that you are, you know, um, she's bubble, hot. She's bubbling over the the pot. She's right hot now. right now, very it's hot. Hot. She needs some um, the flavor of the moment. But I don't believe. I feel like there's this level of compromise you should be doing um, in the industry. That I'm not saying that you fold. I'm saying you compromise. So if they you submit four songs, they say no. We want you to do this song. You say I will do that song if I can also do this song so a medley and if they say no then you you have to make the decision whether or not you're willing to take this um l to get some coins in your pocket because your songs will be uplifted and your cd just came out and you can promote it um or you choose not to in her case she chose not to so cheers to her and her choice i don't know if i would have done the same as as her as the artist if i was her as as the artist would you so, um, I enjoy your candor. <laughs> you are tipsy, bitch. Excuse me? I No, I, I feel like you were very authentic there where you said that, you know, you would not have done this or you don't think that you would have done the same thing. Because it's a privilege. There are artists that, are, that have been nominated that were not asked. So, I feel like you have hit the nail on the head with, with that statement that you just made. So... There, I have a lot of different feelings about the Grammys. And I think that when we did our Grammy episode before, when the nominations were released, the one thing that I had said was that, I mean, you have to you have to take the Grammys for what they are. It is an industry award show. It is an awards show. So, you know, they're trying to toe this line where they're trying to make sure or trying to ensure that they are balancing these very commercial acts with these acts that no one's ever heard of. So there are decisions that have to be made. And quite frankly, artists get to decide whether they want to opt in or opt out of that. No one is forcing you to be a part of it. And there are a ton of artists who would give their left breast testicle whatever it is Toe. leg because there are to be a part like of it. jasmine sullivan she's been nominated for over a dozen grammys hasn't won one mm-hmm. she's never performed on the grammys let us see has been nominated for over a dozen grammys hasn't won one and has never performed on the grammys and um so there's just a long list of artists those are just two to come to, that come to mind so ariana i i do believe it was privileged for you to sit back and say no i was about to say the same thing and i think that that privilege is extended not just to her but to an artist like drake uh-huh. who if you haven't heard drake actually did win something i don't even know he what won it was song hip-hop song oh for what god's plan Mm -hmm. so he won an award whatever it was for we were probably talking shit when that happened laughing cackling like fluorescent beige (laughs) and he gets up there (laughs) snowstorm and famously i think it was last year he actually did not show up 
Mm-hmm. For the, for some of the same, I think, or or similar reasons to what Ariana's gripe was, where he was like, you know, I'm not doing this, whatever. It, you know, it's the Grammys, but it's not like the the thing that's going to make my career or whatever, what have you. Okay, so this year he wins. He gets up on the stage. He accepts his award, and he started to say something to the effect of like a Grammy doesn't make your career, or a Grammy is not the most important thing that you will ever accomplish in your career, and. To your point that you just made about Ariana, there's a certain level of privilege that comes Mm -hmm. with getting up there and saying that. Not only that, it feels disingenuous to me because anyone who knows how the Grammys actually work, the Grammys is not a body that sits back and says, let us look through the however many tens of thousands or however many musical releases that have come out during our scoring period. Your music has to be submitted for consideration. So you don't have to submit your your music. So someone went to the, um, or went through the trouble of submitting Drake's music. Someone on his team, someone at his label. So which is it, Drake? Is, is it important? Is it not important? Why are you here? J. Cole, which to his um, credit, I did not know this, but what I found after the Grammys is that people have said that J. Cole does not submit his music for consideration to the Grammys because he does not view the Grammys establishment as being important because he's saying he makes music for his fans. He makes music for himself. He makes music for whatever reason that he's making it. It's Mm -hmm. not for um, these um, you know, plaudits from the you industry. You use words, but it's plaudits. You know, that's not why Ooh, he does I'm, it. I'm here for the plaudits. So if J. Cole were to say tomorrow, the Grammys are not the most important There's thing, more power. I'm going to listen to that more than I am f- to someone who's at the podium accepting an award because someone on his team submitted his music for consideration. But you know what I found interesting what? that I think will make, we'll end this segment on this <laughs> is the Carters did not attend. They didn't. And the album, which they did win one award for Urban Contemporary Album. Now, whether they were backstage watching. They weren't. They weren't. That album includes the Fuck That Grammys O for 8 shit. Mm-hmm. And they still won. Well, that, my friends, is Unfiltered <laughs> Unbothered. Live in these streets and be yourself. Now, let's move on to Bitch, what that was Shuffle and one. Repeat. Oh, what you getting, you getting your segments mixed I've up? been drinking. I've been drinking. So what had happened was is our final, second to final segment. I feel and like Ray, we skipped so much. Um, it's fine. We, we did, did we talk about Nikki? We did. No, Let's not really. We're going to move on. No, I feel like that's... Why? Can, this is the trend of the week is we're going to shuffle and repeat everything. No, no, no. But I think we need to talk about the BT thing. So was, I did. No, not in detail. You may have mentioned it. Not the Go same ahead. as talking, some, talking about ahead. something in detail. So after, after y'all, this is the second time <laughs> after Cardi won her award. Oh, Go you're, ahead. You're giving me evil eyes. Go over, ahead, bitch. Over the mic. Tell them, I tell feel them. intimidated. Go okay? ahead, bitch. Tell them. Okay, I just want to let you know I feel threatened right now. Okay? <laughs> Threatening hand gestures. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll do this quickly. So, um, Cardi won for, um, I think it was Rap Album, is what it's called. And after that happened, BET, BET, Black Entertainment Television, 
posted um, uh, um, congratulations mm-hmm. to Cardi, but then they also said something to the effect of, meanwhile, Nikki is being dragged by her lace front. So, obviously, this did not sit well with Nikki. So, Nikki proceeded to pull out of the BET experience, which I'm pretty sure happens in June. It's it like does. right around the time of the BET Awards, uh-huh. where it's like they do these concerts. It's kind of like a um, festival, but not like really. Mm-hmm. It, it's like an uh, adjacent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a Tavol. Um, but essentially she pulls out, she pulls Young Money out, um, because she was supposed to headline the first weekend and then, um, Cardi and Migos Migos were going to headline the second weekend. Um, so I just think that that was something that we should mention, first of all, because what I thought immediately was this is, oh, he put his arm around the mic in this case. This is, this is inappropriate. So for BET, being what BET is, is not appropriate for BET to be shading people in that way just because they obviously they need to keep or maintain these relationships with artists. Um, so I was surprised to see it. I'm sure someone got fired. Um, but I think that Nikki was a little hasty. She, Girl, she did. She, she just allowed them to apologize, emotional. which BT did apologize she's later. She's thirsty in these streets for attention, and she got it. But so. not only that, I think that she really honestly... Is threatened. Is threatened. I really do think that she is threatened you by... You can tell by her weight gain. Oh, shit. Well, that wasn't my excuse. What am I threatened by? You threatened by them donuts. <laughs> <laughs> that officially is the ending of Shuffle and Repeat. <laughs> Now let's move into Ray's segment. Pick something <laughs> fabulous in here. Let's talk about it. Oh my God. I mean, there's ultimate. There's ultimate. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. This is good. This whiskey that I'm bourbon that I'm drinking. Okay, bitch. What's this happening? Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. That's a lot of words. Mm. Um, Y'all, I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have to be sorry. You over here spelling whiskey backwards. Y-K-S-I-H-W. Because you're reading it off the bottom. Yeah, duh. Let's see. So we have Virginia State politics. We're not going to go into that because that is just too complicated. That's too complicated. Do the Fox News one. That one, I think, is giggles. Okay, fine. So Fox News, which sometimes I do watch for shits and giggles. You watch everything. No, no, that is not true. Okay. But every now and again, I will. You, you get watch irritated Fox with me News. when I turn the TV off at two o'clock in the morning because we're sleeping and it's on CNN. <laughs> and you say I'm watching that. That isn't any of anyone's business. It's God's plan. Um, it is God's <laughs> plan, but sometimes God's plan is not meant for the world. Okay, to know um, that you but... go to sleep to CNN. <laughs> I don't go to sleep to CNN. That's a lie. Okay. Then. <laughs> HGTV. Anyway, Fox News host Pete Hegseth reportedly hasn't washed his hands in 10 years. So, (laughs) (laughs) he's white. So, I watched the video, and I mean, this is something he literally said on air. I think um, he's not Fox and Friends. I forget the Fox show that he's a part of. What does the Fox say? (laughs) (laughs) But he, he is the one who said this. He was like, uh, and again, I watched the video, and he says, 
something to the effect of, oh, I pledged that I was going to start saying things on air that I previously would only have said off air. <laughs> I don't think I've washed my hands in 10 years. <laughs> germs. I don't believe in germs. Germs are not a thing. If I can't uh-huh. see them, then they're not real. That's on some Caucasian life. So, of course, this caught traction. Every, you know, not everyone, but a lot of people were talking about it. A lot of news outlets picked it up. Well, apparently now he's come back and said that he was just joking, which, I mean, uh, it even seemed like when he was saying it that it was a joke. But, I mean, who jokes that way? I mean, I've seen bitches that I work with um, in in corporate America that leave Uh-oh. the bathroom and don't wash their hands. Uh-oh. I mean, so but, that's, but that's different me. than not washing your hands for 10 years. This doesn't surprise me because I'm sure if you don't wash your hands at work, you don't wash your hands at home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I um, have a germ thing. Okay. And maybe using antibacterial your desk isn't washing your hands. That horrifies me the idea that um someone would say that they have not washed their hands even for one day, much less ten years. There should be a thing at the door of the bathroom you put your hand underneath if it smells it, and if it smells like soap, you can exit, and if it doesn't, no, you got I'm I'm going on Shark Tank. A smell is not enough, okay? To it needs it. it needs to be a black light. We need to. I'm and if you time. have a certain number of um, microscopic germs on your hands, then you not you do not need to. I go wish a motherfucker would. That is that is nasty as fuck. But when you think about it, like how many of us have been in a situation where like there's food that's been left, you know, in the office or presented in the office, and just the you're idea you're not washing your hands. But no, but I'm just saying the idea that food could be presented in an office from someone who hasn't washed their hands in ten years. In ten years, oh, that's a lie though. He washed his hands before. I mean, obviously, he has washed his hands. Like, that. that's silly. But it just, it reinforces it's my dumb. idea that, you know, when there's food in the office, I need to know who brought it. I need <laughs> to know who made it. And I might not I need to have an idea of what their um, home situation is like. I definitely need to know if they have um, good hygiene practices. Oh, why are you looking at me, bitch? I'm looking at you because we're in the room together. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, you trying to tell me something? I mean, do you... So, do you eat... Yes, I wash my hands. No, bitch. (laughs) Do you eat food that's been left out in the office? Oh, we don't have potlucks. We we have... um, (laughs) We get catering. (laughs) Ain't nobody doing no potlucks. You don't have potlucks? No. We get catering, too, but then the catering can be left out. So, you have that. Mm -hmm. Because it's catered. Yeah. Well, my friends, (laughs) wash your hands. And get back. What if the food is out and it's not covered up? That's Caucasian. I, I, no, but you're, un- but you're not answering the question. Would you eat it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how long? How long has it been open? Bitch, it doesn't matter. If you come upon it and it's uncovered, do you eat it or not? Oh, no. See, it has to be like, oh, guys, lunch is served. Oh, okay. okay. That and makes then, sense. Okay. But oh, if right. it's like midday and I just stumble <laughs> upon a bag of salad, <laughs> no, bitch. Okay, thank you. I'm glad that, re- right, let's move that on. reinforces my I mean, ideas. I would about ask you what your happy ending. Husband. I would ask you what your happy ending is, but you've been giggling the entire this episode. My happy so. ending is Maker's Mark. So I'm going to move on to my happy ending. Okay. okay. So my happy ending is don't diss the caterpillar. And <laughs> Wait, the what? Don't be shady. I'm tipsy too. Don't okay, di- ready? Don't diss the what? The caterpillar. Okay. And sweat the butterfly. 
So that. Oh, I like that. Don't you? Because it's like, what happens? (laughs) And what that means is people tend to, you know, acknowledge when someone's not doing things great or, you know, have opinions about what they're doing and how they should do it or say, oh, you know, I don't like this person because X, Y, and Z. But then when that person glows up, then they're like, oh, bitch, can I have a dollar, three dollars? Can I get into the event for free? Oh, can I go here? Can I go there? I'm just saying that in general, we need to do a better job at lifting up the caterpillar so everyone becomes a butterfly. Yes. Wait, what's the PJ Morton song where you talked about that? I don't know what you're talking about, Effie. It's not Stick to My Guns. It's a different stick one. Stick to My No, where he talks about how, like, in the, on a live album, he was like, when your uncle... Uncle so-and-so says, oh, oh yeah, yes. I knew you was going to be big one day. Mm-hmm. You know, all those naysayers, people who... Shout out to PJ because he won a Grammy. He did. And with Yebba. It was, okay. And it was a tie with Leon Bridges. Who knows? Which, What's your happy ending, Ray? Knows? I don't... I already told you. I don't have... My happy ending is drink more liquor. Ooh. Get your junk quicker. Or wine. Never been sicker. Or water if you're one of those boring people. Make you look thicker. Mm-mm. I won't do that. Like a snicker. Definitely won't do that. Oh, I have a Snickers over there. Well, everyone, as we exit stage left, we <laughs> want to say a few things for housekeeping. What are we going to say? We have our bingo What's event. What's the nice date? We have our bingo event, um, and it is in two weeks. It is in um, two weeks. On when, babe? Two weeks to the day. What day? Today is Wednesday, right? What day? The 27th of February. And it is our We Said Bingo event at Bar Sue here in Seattle. If you're not in Seattle, that's... I'm. We're, we're, we're sorry that we're having a Seattle event. We will love to have an event in your city, but be, be, until, we, until we get listeners and followers from more from your city, we can't do such. So we have some homework for you. So go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Spotify. Follow us, and if you are on SoundCloud, be sure to leave comments, and if you're on iTunes, subscribe, and also send a review. We also like followers on social media, so like Instagram, Twitter. How can they follow us? Uh, You know, all the... The, the what platforms. is our account name, dear? He said, he said, pod. Why are you saying it like they know? You tell a bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, my friends, I am sorry that Ray has completely become <laughs> inebriated. That's rude. I am alert. Okay. Alert, alert. <laughs> I am well sober-ish. That is our episode. We want to thank you for sitting in our living room and talking the shit. We're actually in our dining room. I don't know how the stove and all that stuff came up in the beginning. But I just want to say, Ray, what? thank you for dealing with me. Oh. Thank you for being You're best. welcome after all these years. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Bye. Have a good week. Oh, my God. Where's